Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Two Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Here we are looking again at another archive Top 40 chart. Um, we'll just pick the bones out of it, see if it triggers any memories, uh, any reassessments almost, mm. you know. Thoughts, feelings, thoughts, smells, emotions, smells, tastes, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, of course, the chart is chosen by the um, the random pop blob, which dwells with me here uh, in my bedroom, which is in the corner of the room. And followers of Twitter will be aware that there was a bit of a scandal regarding the pop blob earlier in the week because I was getting it to choose the chart for this episode on um, Wednesday evening and it randomly chose get this it randomly chose the chart which was uh, three weeks before I'm just checking what I tweeted it, it three weeks before the 1973 chart that we just did in the last one out of all of the years and months and weeks it could have chosen randomly it chose the one from three it's weeks really before strange, the one was done that's really strange in itself. But then I, I did it again, and it chose the chart from four weeks before the one we did, before the one we just did from 1984. Fucking hell. What's it now, playing this at? this doesn't feel very random. This doesn't feel very random. And as I tweeted the other night when it did this, I think I know what this is, Sam. Mm. This is the the ghost of the Queen yet again. She's been interfering in our affairs extensively ever since she sadly passed away. And it's been relentless ever since she sadly left us. It's strange. It's, it's like a ghost form. I don't. It doesn't surprise me that the Queen is trying to settle some scores from the afterlife. We've said a lot of things about her over the years. No, I'm just. I'm, I expected her to get to the afterlife and think right, because when in her human form. She was very old, and yeah. and uh, I wish I could think of a more polite word, but she was getting decrepit. I mean, I don't mean she that. Was frail. I would say yeah, frail, frail not yeah. decrepit. I don't mean that rudely. I mean, fucking hell, she, you know, had a long life. She's, I mean, people say the Queen's lazy, but I never say that because it's like the Queen had to get up and put on proper clothes every day. Like, yeah. when I'm that age... I mean, even Smart now, clothes. at 47... Smart clothes. Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying is I just fucking hang around the house in tracksuit bottoms as much as I can. Mm. 
and some if I've got to go out, like yesterday I had to go out with me and mate, I put some jeans on and like dressed in a I shaved and dressed in a sort of a, a way that was acceptable for the general public. And I can I just show you a, I'm not wearing such them. a drag. Can I just show you the tracksuit bottoms I've invested in for mm. the winter? Yeah. Just hold on a moment, Always interested in new tracksuit bottoms. Got my eye on a pair myself at the moment. All very nice, mate. Where are they from? I like the stripe down the side. Look at that. It's like stripe. a it's like a go faster stripe. That that would actually yeah. make you run faster. Yeah. If you need they're, to. They're kind of like a, a, a almost a khaki green. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. And down each leg, down the outside of each leg, is a white stripe. Speed stripe, I call it. Fucking hell! I saw them in Sainsbury's, and I thought I have to have them. I must have you. <laughs> I said. Yeah. You were like Gollum. Fucking poncing around the house this winter, keeping warm. So what I'm saying is the Queen never, ever had a day like that. She never had a day where it's like, I'm just going to fucking put on my tracksuit and I'm going to sit about doing fuck all, right? I'm going to, I'm just going to have a bit of, I can't even be bothered having a proper meal. I'm going to get a bit of bread. I'm going to put some peanut butter on it and just fold it over. And I'll have that as a snack, right? And I'm going to see, and I'm just going to watch any old shit on telly, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't None have days like that. So no wonder she was fucking frail and tired by the end. It was a life of duty. But it was a life of duty. But now, she, uh, as I understand it, you don't retain the same aches and pains when you when you go to heaven oh, and you you take form. ghost form. Shackles so you're back. Off. Yeah, you're back. So you can do a lot more shit as a ghost, right? And yeah. so she's like, great. I've got the fucking bandwidth now to settle yeah. some old scores. Why on earth we're so high on our list? But didn't think she'd come after us so quickly. Not so quick. I didn't. It, it, I did think. Well, we could be in trouble here. When I heard she died, I was like, could be in trouble here. Um, but yeah, it's just strange that she's targeting us. But the other thing is though, about the Queen is because she's not a cruel person mm. or ghost. She's. I feel that her intervention so far, like when she took that human form, sort of spirit form and and came and sat on my front bench, for instance. I never feel as if she's being mean. It's like she's trying to guide us to be better. Do you see what I mean? Mm. I feel that there's something... I don't don't think it's... She's not just pranking us, because she could just prank us. Do you know what I mean? She's just shitting with us, just low level. Yeah, dicking around like, with us. Maybe they'll yeah. learn something from this. Maybe they'll I've, I've learn how to not be, you know. What did you learn from us sitting on your bench? Outside I, I'm still trying to work it out. I was telling... Yeah. What was some, the second one? There was another one as well. What was the second one? I can't, can't remember. remember now. We, we talk a lot. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of interference that we've um, there was a second one sort of definitely for you and then a, she's attributed now, to the Queen recently. Now she's fucked with the random pop blob and just it's just shitting us up low level so it um, so anyway yeah, we might it, have to sack slash destroy slash dispose of the pop blob and get a new one uh, well, however there the, is disposing of a pop blob is problematic like paint you don't most dumps won't take them and you've got as well it's a sentient being you kind of just drown it in a canal like no um, you can't drown like true leaf like Prue Leith and the kittens. Did you see that this week? Prue yeah, Leith I did fucking see that, actually. And I think that... Nah, drowning I know, kittens I know when she was is, younger. I know this has probably been said already, so I don't mean to sound predictable, but as a West Ham fan, 
I smelt something pretty distasteful about the reaction, particularly by the tabloid press, right, right. to Kurt Zuma's cat incident earlier this year, right? That doesn't oh, mean I'm defending West, what he did. I'm West a cat lover, prism. right? Yeah. He's a young, black, extremely well-played sportsman, right, mm. from a foreign country. Honestly, it dominated the front page of the fucking papers and Twitter for weeks, right? I'm surprised yeah. the bloke could continue to play football. He was public enemy number one because he gave his cat a bit of a boot up the arse, right? The fans meowing him at every touch. He gave his cat a boot up the arse. That's what happened. It, should he have done it? Absolutely not. But fuck me, they wanted him lynched. There was people saying he should be banned from football. Right, David Moyes kept a cool head and was like, well, "I'm still playing him. Fuck's sake, you don't get dropped for kicking a cat up the ass, especially when it's your own cat." Every kick off the field, I regard as practice. Yeah, exactly. It's great to see him keeping this. Doesn't matter what it is. It could be a golf ball. It could be a piece of litter. It could be a pussy cat. It's all practice. Pussy cat. It was great to see him doing that around the house. It means he's professional. He's keeping his head. Focused and on the game at all times. The cat's ass may have been collateral damage in that, granted. But if well, it I'll means tell you what, it, we will reap the rewards here at West Ham. Listen, it's about ti- it's about tiny margins at this level. Certainly is. And no, but what I'm saying is, she's a fucking posh white woman, right? Mm. And everyone's like, <laughs> "Believe drowned kittens." She fucking drowned kittens. Where are yeah. the front pages about her, for fuck's sake? I'm, I don't want a bully, but a I, that, that's to do with race and class. I'll speak in a defence. One, it was a long time ago when Drowning Kittens was kind of de rigueur. She was just a child. It was a mother who was drowning them. She was just an innocent bystander. What was she doing, standing and laughing? Well, she did say at one point that her mother expressed some kind of regret and then... Um, Prue kind of said, "Oh, they're nearly dead now. What is a finish them off?" Fuck's sake! This so, is insane, well, that was just the, mate. That the whole thing, of a that's child. A, that's about class and race. Simple as that. It's uh, you cake. know. Did you say cake? Oh, cake off. She's on the cake off, isn't she? Oh, it's about cake, class, and race. Cake off. Mm. Can't have our uh, our cake off interrupted, messed with. Um, I don't even like her on it. I tell you what, if you watch Junior Bake Off, they've got this fucking out. They've got this cracking, like, young Asian girl who's... <laughs> that came out sounding really creepy. I regret saying that already. But they've got her and this lad who was, who's called Liam, who was, who was a previous contestant on Bake Off, and they're fucking really funny and brilliant. But probably, ah, she's like... She's right, Tory, isn't she? Are they? Are these these people now the? Um, they're the hosts of, Ju- of it. Yeah, they're the junior of. They're the hosts of Junior Bake Off. Right. Yeah, she's absolutely know, right. amazing. Genuine. The woman one. Good. Um. Oh, is it, is it Nadia? No, the not the not ago. the one who won it. The, this great. girl, this girl isn't a former contestant. She's just like a food writer and baker, oh, so okay. she like knows her stuff. And right. uh, and they're just really funny. They're a funny double act, and she's also okay. uh, Good. very beguiling. Good. I'm really into cakes. 
and the consumption of cakes, I'm not yeah. actually fucking fussed about watching other people making them. Because for me, <sighs> the, cakes the, are about smell and taste, the, and you the, can't replicate the, that on television. The Junior so Bake Off, though, is fucking funny. The, the, I've never it, really watched the senior, the Cake Off, Cake Off, because is I'm Is Harry like, Hill still doing it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right, then. So the, the, cake, the, the Cake Off one... The main one, I, I never sort of got it because I thought, oh, these are fucking weirdos all baking cakes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I like to bake a cake once in a while, but go come on, on mate. Like, don't fucking go on, mate. It's just a cake, right? But the junior one's great because these kids are fucking really eccentric and mad. And so it's not about the baking. Right. It's about the kids. Because you don't judge a kid so much. A grown man or a grown woman going on and on about this cake, you're sort of like, yeah. I, I'm judging them. Whereas the kids, you just think, fucking brilliant. These really eccentric kids who are obsessed with baking. To me, that's just, there's something beautiful in that. Probably because they've grown up watching Cake Off. Maybe it's, that's it's it, turned yeah. them onto the world of cakes. Maybe that's it, but they're, they're amazing well, bakers and they're all just so funny, yeah. So Harry Hill does it and obviously he's fucking hilarious. And it's yeah. a bloke called Liam Charles and this, this woman, like this writer, Rav, Rav Gill, Ravneet Gill. Okay. And Harry Hill always goes, nice to see him. It's Rav and Liam. Ah. Just as an example of one of the funny bits in it. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Lovely stuff. Um, where, how did we get onto that? What was that about? Oh, the pop blob. Yeah. And disposing of a pop blob, as I was going to say, you can't just drown it in a canal. No, but it you can give it to be... a sanctuary. Yeah, I could have it rehoused, I suppose. Yeah, or yeah. release it into the wild. No, that doesn't feel right. I don't think it would handle the wild. It wouldn't last <laughs> no, five minutes. It, it would perish. Like a blancmange by yeah. a fox. Yeah, it would perish. Can't be having that. Um, so the random pop blob had a third attempt at selecting a chart for us. And um, it came through. It came through with flying colours. And I'll just get it to... Um, just hold the microphone over next to it now and get it to reveal... Uh, the chart that we've got this time. Uh, here we go. Oi, oi! We're oh, right in the heart of Euro 96 territory. Right in the build-up. It's right betwixt the first edition of Loaded that we're currently going on about in History Box. And Euro 96. And Euro 96 itself. 95. Um, this is this is the peak of all of that, even more than Euro 96. For, to me, 95 was the, the real... I call it Euro 96 as a collective term. But yeah. this summer... And this chart for reasons that will become clear when we read out, one of the most famous UK charts ever. I would um, say. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, all we can do at this point is just go through the chart and then Let's do it. discuss it afterwards. Yeah. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Straight in at number 40, it's Skunk Anansi with Charity. And looking at them, it seems to me that they could benefit from the intervention of quite a few. Of modern charities. I do a lot of work for charities, mate. But uh, I try not to discuss it. But I can tell you, I'm pretty picky and I wouldn't donate to any charity that was supported the propping them up. Uh, d- down 12 places to 39. It's the No, ch- that's wrong. Read it again. Down 12 places. Not down 12 places. How does this work? 30, at 39, we have... Yep. Just the second number is where it was in the chart last week. Oh, does it? Okay. All right. Down from 12, all the way down from 12 to 39. It's just when you're thinking things over. Feels like I didn't think that bit over enough. <laughs> By a band called the Charlatans. Down 21 places at number 38. It's those Irish youngsters boys own. And they're singing so good. They do sing so good. Lovely fellas, lovely voices. Lovely bunch of lads. Boy splat, I call them. Little inside joke. Uh, you in at 37. Have fun, go mad, insists Blair. Or oh, I hope that's got nothing to do with the ghastly leader of the opposition. A, 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 a socialist in sheep's clothing who I, for one, predict will never take the reins of this country. That's probably his uh, hidden plan for the nation. Have fun and go mad. And uh, I don't think it's something that tallies with John Major's sturdy leadership that we're all relying on so much. Slow and steady wins the day. Absolutely. It's always a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. Uh, Straight in at number 36, it's Gompy with Alice. Brackets, who the X is Alice? I've heard this song and I can confirm that the X in the title is actually fuck. Yeah. Um... (laughs) I'm surprised you haven't decided to ban that, mate. I'm not banning it. There's worse in this chart, as you'll find out later on. At number 35, down 10 places, it's Ali Campbell, who has left the UB40s to release his own track, which is called Let Your Yeah Be Yeah. He means yes, be yes, but he's uneducated. Great move, Ali. Those other guys were holding you back. Nine members of a band means the money gets split nine ways. This way, you get the lot. Well done, my friend. I'm glad you took my advice after that phone call we had. Uh, pretty similar to the reason that I believe you've been trying to get me knocked off this show so you can present it on your own. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't work without you, mate. You know that. Um, down six, down 18 places at number 34. Almost hoist by my own petard there. Down 18 and 34, it's Suggs, who has performed a similar stunt by jettisoning himself from madness and going it alone. And he's doubling his money with two songs here. I'm only sleeping slash off on holiday. Fair enough, Suggs. Very shrewd, very enterprising. At number 33, down 13 places, it's a bunch of disgusting, hairy layabouts called Supergrass with a song called All Right slash Time. New in at number 32, it's Diana Ross. She's back. 
and she's still as sexy as ever. She's singing <laughs> Take Me Higher. You I think that means she wants to have sex on an aeroplane, mate. Yeah, well, probably, but uh, I'm not sure about that. Diana's a real lady. Uh, she I'm seems pretty like sure more she wants to a, do it in the bogs. A four-poster bedroom in a luxury hotel suite type of woman. No, a knee trembler in a tiny toilet on an aeroplane. Okay, mate, calm it down just a notch. I've uh, thought about it a lot. I can see that. New in at 31, it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Warped. Sounds horrendous. It is. They're the worst group in the world. Uh, down eight places at number 30 it's Alanis Morissette very very feisty young lady who I think would probably think nothing of having it off in a toilet she's one of these ladies mate who really knows her own mind and her body yeah if she wants to do it she'll do it she knows her body she knows what pleases it and she knows what does not please it very modern I'm into it this one's called You Ought to Know and it's down eight places you in at 29 Billy Ray Martin with Running Around Town not something you'd find Diana Ross doing I think she sticks to one maximum two or three men <laughs> per calendar month <laughs> um, up six places at number 28 it's that song that we heard earlier on but a different version it's Smokey featuring Roy Chubby Brown who is an excellent comedian He's got his finger on the pulse. What a guy. And he addresses a lot of issues that are giving um, many of us pause for thought, let's say, these days. The song itself, a rude title. It's called Who the Fuck is Alice? But I'm not banning it. He will not ban thee. You in at 27. Um, A gentleman called Kenny Thomas with When I Think of You. In at number 26, Morrissey is back again, sadly. Uh, This one will probably... Drop down to number 79 next week because all of his pale fucking fans will go out and buy it the first week and it'll then be forgotten about forever. It's called Dagenham Dave. What a real misery, Guts. Can't believe he's still doing it. Uh, We've had him here in the studio a few times. He's absolutely got no fun about him whatsoever. He spoke slowly and looked at the floor for the entirety of the interview. That is not good radio. Carried a bunch of flowers with him as well. Absolutely pointless and unsettling. At number 25, down four places, it's the Connells with 74, 75. Great years. <laughs> down five places at number 24, it's Real McCoy with Come and Get Your Love, which is probably what I imagine Diana Ross would say to me if I encountered her in row three of an easy jet flight to uh, Ibiza. At 23, down from 18, it's Boom, Boom, Boom by the Out There Brothers. Down eight places at number 22, Expansions 95 are urging us to move your body. At number 21, it's the renowned sexual pervert Madonna with a song called Human Nature. I don't think it's in any human's nature to get up to the sort of stuff I've heard you're interested in, love. Madonna... In this one, she uh, not only does she utter the word sex, I think she utters the S word as well. I think you know what I'm talking about. And with that in mind, Spunk. I have no other option but to... Ba- no, 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 no. I'll tell you later on. <laughs> I've got no other option to ban this one. Um, sorry, Lady Madonna, if indeed you are a lady, but I ban thee. Quite right, mate. No place in mainstream pop culture. Certainly shouldn't be exposed to the kiddies. Uh, Diana King's at number 20, dropping nine places with Shy Guy. Um, you and at number 19, it's the latest bunch of 
uh, dawdling, shambling, mumbling, mop-headed, miserableists. Uh, they're called Radiohead, and this one's called Just. Just fuck off! Radiohead, I tell you what, they wouldn't be ahead on my radio show, I can tell you that for nothing. Absolutely terrible. I tried to get them involved in one of my wacky quizzes. Uh, the lead singer, Tom, spells his name with Thom, uh, just undermined the whole thing. I was infuriated. Anyway, at number 18, <laughs> they're never coming back. Uh, at down five places to 18, On the Bible by Deuce. I don't want to say too much on air, mate, but the minute that Matthew Bannister leaves this station is going to be a glorious, <laughs> glorious moment for all of us. <laughs> Enough's enough. I think I know what you're saying. You know do what you, I'm saying. Do you know this Thom character refused to do quack, 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 oops with me? Oh. He did. He looked at me as if it was below him. Classic. Does he know but- nothing of radio history? <laughs> Does he not want to be part of it? He wouldn't engage in my funny characterizations. None of it. Oh, let's just move on. Forget about him. Forget about him. They'll be forgotten about it in six months, I'm sure. I hate Thumb York. Down five and 18, on the Bible, from Deuce. Don't know what that's about, but if it invokes any of the Gospels, um, I have to come back and ban it next week. Down ten places at 17, it's JX with Son of a Gun. Um, there's another saucy song at number 16. Down six places, Corona. Um, who invites us to try me out. Oh, crikey. Are you going to ban it, mate? No, I'm going to take her up on it if I get the chance. <laughs> you win it. Well, hopefully we'll get her in the studio sooner. Just have a word with the producer. I bet she play quack quack ups. <laughs> Number 15. It's a new entry from Montel Jordan with something for da honeys. Completely illiterate. Brand new in at number 14, Scatman John is back. And we're all living in what the title of this song is, Scatman's World. Now, there's a guy with a great sense of humour. He can come on anytime he likes. New in at 13, Echo Belly with great things. Haven't heard it, no idea. Uh, down three places at number 12, uh, Seal with Kiss from a Rose. Slash, uh- I'm Alive. At number 11, it's Michelle Gale, lovely lady from EastEnders, the popular soap serial, uh, with Happy Just To Be With You. I'd be delighted to be with you, Michelle. You're welcome here anytime. Absolutely. I second that emotion. Ah, uh, down four places at number 10. Clock with everybody. You in at number nine. It's Hideaway by Delassie. Down four places at number eight. It's Take That. And we're uh, singing Never Forget. We never will forget, take that. Ooh, don't worry about that, guys. At number seven, it's a band calling themselves TLC, Three Women, with a song about waterfalls. I believe one of them's only got one eye, which is quite a, a novelty these days, but well, uh, best of luck to them. world we live in now, anything goes. I imagine <laughs> the other two stand either side of her and shepherd her around. Most likely. Um... <laughs> You and at number six, it's the Rembrandts with I'll Be There For You, which is the theme tune of some silly American sitcom on Channel 4, which I imagine is full of profanity and nudity and all that kind of thing. No time for it. Yeah, I'll stick to Never The Twain. Thanks very much for asking. Uh, you in at number five, The Sunshine After The Rain by Berry. Uh, down one place at number four, original with I Love You, baby. You in at number three, it's... Alleged pervert, although I've met him a couple of times and he seemed absolutely fine, if a tad shy and peculiar. Michael Jackson with You Are Not Alone. 
Same again. Uh, I would have met him uh, in a professional capacity, and he didn't try to touch me once. So I would uh, I would emphasise the alleged in what you were saying there before. We don't want to get into trouble. Um, keep going, MJ. You're doing a fantastic job. Okay, you're a great entertainer. Simple as that. And uh, never, that. never underestimate people's He's, capacity for jealousy. That's all I'm he saying. He looks like he could be the 21st century's Fred Astaire, I think. <laughs> um, still at number two. Uh, it's Oasis, and they are rolling with it. And at number one, a bunch of dopes called Blur with a song about a country house. I ask you, what's Britain becoming? That's the chart. Hope you enjoyed it. Over now to those couple of deviants to uh, analyse it in some kind of capacity. <laughs> We're off Woo! to the BBC club. <laughs> what chart? What chart? And it's the legendary. That the- is a legendary chart, and I suppose you have to start at the top with country house and roll. We've um, talked about we go, this before, but before we go deeply into it, I'll just reiterate what we were saying the other week about some years being shit because they were just shit, and it wasn't because mm. we talked about nineteen ninety nine. I think when yeah. we did that chart, and it was just shit. And it Poor. wasn't because we were too old or anything. Because no, just objectively. This is a great chart, but the top of the pops, nineteen ninety three. It's currently mm. on BBC Four on a Friday night. Mm. Is fucking shit. Yeah, ninety three. Full of shit. Like that's it. Like ninety three <clears throat> was bad, and yeah. then ninety four, maybe halfway through ninety four, it like up. out of nowhere, a new era of music was ushered in. But ninety three, can't really remember what I was and listening to. It's not to. even just one style of music. There's all kinds of stuff going on in this. Mm. Yeah, because '95 in my head, I think, oh well, that was the big, that was a massive year for Britpop. That was really when Britpop took yeah. hold of the chart, and there are some Britpop songs in here. And there obviously, are. the top of the chart is dominated by the most seminal Britpop moment. But actually, there's great me. I mean, Waterfalls by TLC is in there. You know, um, Stone Cold Classic. Yeah, a complete, a complete classic. And uh, what else have we got here that's really good? And there's a well, few comedy ones. You got Alar- yeah, Alanis yeah, yeah. coming in. She was very big yeah. at that time, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, as you said, there's the the Britpop stuff. Supergrass are there with All Right. Echo Belly, and that's a good song. Great things. Charlatans, just when you're thinking things over. Yeah, they were they were just coming back because they'd actually been like more of a Manchester band. They were and, Manchester, and when yeah. when Britpop first started, the Charlatans sort of felt like old news. And actually, it was only like. The following, the year after this, they released an album called Telling Stories, which was like their big comeback and sort of placed yeah. them slap bang in the middle of Britpop. But at this stage, I thought it was interesting that that, that that is a great charlatan song. But they, you know, it's interesting that they were quite low down in the chart because at this stage they hadn't really, you know, they oh, well, didn't... they'd gone in at 12. They went in at 12, then dropped the 39, which is what things did then. The fans would buy them in the first week and then they yeah. dropped like a storm. But it took them a while to sort of stop being thought of as, oh, they're a band from the Manchester era and kind of re-establishing themselves as a sort of a a Britpop band. Uh, And I mean, let's let's bend the rules and have a look at a couple of things that have just dropped out of the chart that week. A Girl Like You by Edwin Collins. Great song. Brilliant song. Great song, great video Um, as well, wasn't it? it? Yeah, a couple of pops getting out into the chart and it finally did, got to number four eventually. Don't You Want Me by Felix. Do you remember that one? No, I don't, don't remember that. Me, don't you want me? Oh, don't yeah. You want yeah. my loving? Don't you want my loving? Do, 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 do. Brilliant. Um, I think me singing them is better than playing. Yeah, that, that was a really nice rendition. 
I've Thank got you. a great story. I mean, people have heard a million times on this podcast a story about me seeing Damon Albarn the day after they won the race to yeah. number one with Country House. Which be the week after, week before this. Week before, yeah. I would have encountered him on Port Bella Road and he'll have fucked me off in a taxi with mm-hmm. um, Justine Friesman. And so that story. How much did you withdraw? How much did you withdraw? I think it was like five pounds. Five pounds. <laughs> Get out of the way, old man. I'm getting me five pounds out. Get me five pounds. I'm having a night out, ain't I? Yeah. See you, cunt. I'm off with my pop star girlfriend. Fucking number one. To top of the pops. Number one, (laughs) dickhead. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I can't believe I I genuinely became emotionally invested in in the Oasis versus (laughs) Blevy. But in my defence, what was I? I, Well, I was 20. That is quite old. So it's probably too old to become emotionally invested in that. But, you know, men get emotionally invested in all sorts of strange things. And that's what Um, I was emotionally invested in at that time. Another one that dropped out that week, which is really good. Ash, girl from Mars. Mm, No, I don't like Ash. I don't know why. I don't I just, like Girl From Mars. I don't mind that song. It's a very sort of catchy song, I suppose, yeah. I don't like Ash. I don't like Move Ash. On. Move on. Um, Move on. Uh, I've got a good story, though, about um, one of the songs in here, which is, uh, where is it? It's um, Son of a Gun by JX. Right. Where is well, that? It's there somewhere. But yeah, I'm there it is. At number 17. So we were, were in... at the end of the episode. Oh, okay. So it's going to have to be saved. We've wang, wanged on far too long at the yeah. beginning of this about drowning kittens, and yeah, blobs and cake, yeah. yeah. Um, and we've kind of reached the end of this one, so yeah. that can save for next time. But there's plenty of other stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, this this was me and me outpriced pomp. This was eighteen months before I retired from music retail. Yeah, you were um, right in the thick in of me, all of this in me imperial fears. I'll mm. also leave you with the thought. That Delacey and Hideaway, which went in at number nine, is mm. an absolute banger. Don't remember that either. I better listen to that. Go on and listen to that immediately. Um, and we'll come back and obviously we'll talk about the Blur Oasis thing. Mm. And, uh, and my JX story, time. yeah. And your JX story. It could be a five episode one, this. Mm. Who knows? Uh, thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 